You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. Our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. We do all of this in less than 30 minutes. Let's get started. I'm shooting this wedding for $20. I was, I ran out of money. I was visiting Roland Publishing like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I drove there to, for a meeting and then I was leaving and I was like, I don't have any, where's my wallet? I don't have my wallet. I was like, I was out of gas. I was like, fuck. So I was like, oh my, my son, my, one of my godsons, he lives here. He's at FSU. I'll call him and give me 20 bucks. Call him. I'm like, dude, I need 20 bucks. He's like, I don't have 20 bucks. <laughs> And I'm in class, call Leah. Leah's his girlfriend. And so I'm like, okay, fuck, I don't even really know this chick. I've met her once. I call her, say, Leah, it's Murphy. I need 20 bucks. (laughs) She's like, what? I said, I need 20 bucks. She goes, hmm. So she thought about it. I said, bitch, really, I'm in the rain. I need 20 bucks. She goes, I'll give you 20 bucks if you shoot my wedding. Brilliant. I'm like, I really like Leah. Bitch. I, I mean, really yeah. Like yeah, we need to be. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. She's smart. I thought, <laughs> awesome. I thought I liked you, yeah. but I yeah. like smart. She's like, so then I'm like, okay. So then I'm like, when is it? She goes, oh, it's not for like a long time, like a year and a half. I'm like, that's plenty of time for shit to change. <laughs> Maybe you won't like this. Maybe I won't. Who knows where I'll be? Yeah. And, uh... I can't. And anyway, so she meets me in CVS. It's pouring rain. And she's real... This cute little Asian girl. And I'm like an old creeper. Like, all wet. Like, and she comes over just like this. And she just pulls up this wet 20. I'm like, this sucks. Yes. Just so you know. Like, anyone witnessing this looks fucking horrible. Yes. And, uh... And she's like, see you soon. Oh. Or whatever. <laughs> she's like, not forgetting that. And so it's like 42020. Because they're fucking potheads. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and her parents are loaded. So that's So like they could hire any photographer Stop. they want. I don't need to want their money. I would, of course, I would, if I'm going to do it, I, I'm not going to charge them anything. Right. But they could hire like a legitimate someone who does this shit every day. Mm. Uh, they, I'll just be there like doing my thing and I'll miss all the standard shit. She's like, gonna get the best wedding photos ever for Maybe. 20 bucks. But, <laughs> but the Leahs rule the world, man. They run the- <laughs> she, saw, she, she saw a good opportunity. She oh did. My God. She did. That was so quick too. I was like, God She damn. was waiting for you to need something. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, she was ready. Oh, horrible. That kind of strategic fucking... thinking is so brilliant to me. This is great. Well, you know, we're recording and you're listening to Francis. Oh, this is Francis. That's cool. And I think that this is kind of the way that it should be, <laughs> frankly. And we're, if you don't already know or haven't guessed, we're with Sean Murphy in his house. In his, is, do you call this a house? Is it a condo? Mm, yeah, well, it will be a compound. It, 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 we're getting there to be in a compound because I think a compound should have many things, like places, like structures, which we do outside. Yeah, yeah it's a compound. It's a compound. Yeah. It's incredible. We'll have some photos with, you know, as much as you allow us to take You can walk around and creep creep around and take photos. I like that. I think that's great. Very open Rafi's underwear drawer to slip that <laughs> So we really like Rafi, so we won't do that. But <laughs> uh, in case we get uh, Rafi just texted me by the way and said she's doing wallpaper at a condo on the island. She's like, hey man, Tom, the dude that's putting up the wallpapers, but he wants to bring his lady friend by oh. to check out the place. I'm like, well, I'm gonna fucking podcast. Is this her. like an Airbnb like, or yeah. like a future <laughs> potential sleeping location? Uh, well, he, I, he's a he's the wallpaper dude. Oh, if anyone okay. needs wallpaper, which I is do. Oh. This guy is legit, and he's yeah. like OG. Like mm. he knows it. He brings in this giant like creative oh, art table, awesome. and he, it's like a fucking art. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. I want my whole love front entryway to be wallpaper. Yeah. My husband and I are not in agreement, but my um, thought process is I'm just gonna do it like while he's out at the brewery or yeah. something, <laughs> and then he'll come home and he'll be like, Brad, this is permanent. They <laughs> <laughs> know I have no thought. About we, it. we could change it. Right. We could okay. Yeah. Sure. If we pay him like another thousand bucks, it'll change. It's not it. that expensive. He oh did that gosh. one there for three hundred bucks. No, it's a thousand bucks. Did we won't call, tell Greg. He listens to the call, podcast, so call Tom. Call Tom. Call my dude, Tom. Well, I, my he might dad, actually. I was gonna say, he's yeah, on his way. <laughs> he's on his way now with his lady friend. <laughs> That's oh, a 
amazing. Tom, we love you. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Okay, so the obvious is our podcast about creativity. Yeah. I feel like that's probably too straightforward. I feel like we, I've learned about 16 different things about creativity since we walked in the front door. We've been here about 15 minutes. <laughs> but... So um, we're huge fans of your work, obviously, which I'm sure you're tired of hearing. No. No, it's good. No. Okay. As long as I'm relevant, I think it makes me happy. So Hill and I talk about this all the time. Yeah. My biggest fear is not being relevant mm-hmm. or losing my brain. Like not being able to think, process thought, think strategically. Mm-hmm. That's very scary to me. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't give a shit if I'm like 3,000 pounds at the end of this life. <laughs> I just want to go into the grave like, I'm not the a person that's like, oh, yeah, a huge <laughs> grave. Like, dig a sinkhole for my ass yeah. as long as I am my thought process. I'm good. I'm sharp. I'm going in. So how do you stay sharp, Sean Murphy? Uh, I, I like saying your name together first thing. Sean Murphy, name. I like that, too. Okay. One of my friend's kids calls me Sean Murphy. I think it's always good. He goes, hey, Sean Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Phillips kid. No, of course I do. Wait, Emerson? Yeah, Emerson. He's like, Sean Murphy, Sean Murphy. Well, he's the cutest child ever. He lives next door to my mom. Like, they do. And so, um, my mom actually locked her keys out of her house, like, uh, in her house, and she couldn't get her car keys. And she saw Emerson, and Emerson, like, gave her the little finger to the eye and hit her. And she's like, yes, Emerson. And she, and Emerson fit through the doggy door and went and got her keys and came back. He just knew? That's what she needed? Yeah, he knew. She knew, because she was sitting outside her door trying to Six. Six? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Give or oh, take. Emerson. Oh my gosh. Emerson's got a bright future ahead of him. He does. Him and the layers of the world are going to be running gym. Yeah. I love it so much. But I derailed that. Yeah. Yeah. Sharp. So sharp. sharp. Is that a weird? Yeah. How do you say sharp? Like, I, Am I'm I sure sharp? you get the question. I think you're sharp. <laughs> Maybe not in some ways, but in the I'm obvious all, ways. I'm all over the place. So I don't yep. know that. Um, that's a that's a tough question. I think, like you were saying, I have millions of ideas all the time, and yeah. if there's a, which I think is a good problem to have, mm-hmm. because I I have friends that don't have a lot of ideas. Everyone has their everyone has their superpowers. I believe this. Like, you know, I have something that I'm really good at, a couple things, and then there's many things I'm not, and I don't try to do them all like some people do, and they try to do them all, and I think it kind of hurts a little bit. Like, I like to surround myself with everybody who's got a superpower, mm. and then we work as a team, and everything's awesome. How I stay sharp is, I just don't stop. I don't know, it's kind of bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Last week, my sister told me, you're spreading yourself through too thin. Yeah. I said, first of all, mind your business. Yeah. Second of all, what does that mean? I'd probably be skinnier if I were truly spreading myself too thin. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like <laughs> it's I'm- It's time to eat, obviously. <laughs> feel that I feel yeah. like the more I take on the more energy I get yeah and I'm a big fan of like uh, how can I get I'll give you an example Los Angeles was I was there for 25 years yeah it, here is such a gift because it's a small small area like geographic like you can get places quickly mm-hmm. so I can get more shit done mm-hmm. actually what happened when we moved here I thought I was gonna get more mellow like oh I can go fucking fishing and chill and go to the beach or whatever there's zero time for any of that shit now it's like 6 a.m going to tricky creek gonna swim against the current gonna get some exercise then i'm gonna do this then i got a phone call then i mean i live on my calendar to the fucking minute yeah you know and it's like bing bing i'm just jamming all around and staying sharp i think i i collaborate a lot and i talk to many many people on all levels all the time whether it's uh you know my editor friend in los angeles or my photographer peers in los Angeles and they're all so talented at what they do or the kids my secret weapon is that I hang out with a lot of kids interesting and I think even though they they're the up-and-coming they're the future they may not have all the skill sets yet but they but they have that raw they either have it or they don't Mm -hmm. so you see it in some people you know you know that thing where it's like they don't really know what the fuck they're doing, they're but if they it. if they figure that out, they're gonna be unstoppable. Yes. <clears throat> so I see a few people. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few people I see in this area, believe it or not. Really. I was talking to somebody yesterday in Los Angeles, and I mean it's incredible the talent here. I think that what happens with most of the people is they they don't get the fuck out. Yeah, you got not, to do that and come back. And I was talking about mm-hmm. mentorship the other night, and and I was lucky enough. I, I talked, touched base on, on 
the teacher that gave me the push mm-hmm. and the courage to I would have moved. I don't give a fuck. I was, I will travel anywhere. I was a military kid myself. So every three years, I'm like, where the fuck are we going? You know? Right. So I'm, I'm like, if I'm not moving, I'm, it feels weird. So that was not a big deal. But for him to say, you have something special here. This isn't enough for you here. You should go and try it out here. And you can always come back if it doesn't work, but go. And yeah. so I think that's important to, you know, give to the up and coming, but Absolutely. I'm sidetracking. The, right. the, the staying sharp is, yeah. is really just, just jamming off. and talking yeah. and collaborating and saying yes to things. And mm-hmm. like this keeps me sharp because Good. otherwise I would be doing some editing or something. And now I'm like having to focus and talk and that. like be aware of what the fuck's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm somewhat becoming more aware of, and I like the, like the serial dish start shit. It is kind of like murder, <laughs> where you're just you don't even care. It's so laser focused. You're just, you you have to get it out, or it will kill you. Yeah. Like you could feel it yeah. inside you. Like, and so and, and really the idea could be shit. I don't even care. I just need to get it out. I want mm-hmm. us to do it. I mm-hmm. want us to crank it out. Sometimes I have absolutely no like purview for what is going on around me like how that impacts people but i have found like building a team in which people are like okay i trust you let's just try it i mean how important is your team to you and who's on your team who's uh, team sean Murphy? my my team here mm-hmm. there's a few teams so i have my team at boat mm-hmm. so that's one thing and then i have all the other clients wherever they may be at, when a job comes in say somebody calls from the midwest and they're like oh we have a bid for whatever thing is yeah. then i call my producer who's in los angeles and then i have all my sit you know so they're kind of see this giant like spider web network yeah, it's like it's like a net so I, that's my first call robin are you available for blah and she goes yeah i go assemble the crew so then yeah and then I so like she'll, that, she'll yeah. go let me call Rob, because that's my first assistant. See, if he's available, then he hires his crew, and then she calls the digital tech, and he hires his crew, and the, the DP, or whoever the size of the job is. Yeah. And then she'll assemble it here locally. I just hired Maxine Orange. Oh. She's going to be working one day a week. We're, that's all she can do, but I'll take it. We're big fans of Maxine. She's the shit. Love her. She is. She, she, I didn't know her. Yeah. I met her husband, Neil, mm-hmm. at Corey Cooper's farm. And we chatted, and then Maxine asked me to do the thing, and then when we spent a little time together, and I was just, I was just watching her. I was like, I liked her style, mm-hmm. and I liked her the way she spoke, and yeah. I could tell she was very peripheral, like looking, or you know, she was thinking, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm. And I told her about this one thing that I need done here, this platform that I need help with, and she's gonna do it. That's awesome. And that could go to evolve into giant whatever she wants it to be, but mm-hmm. um, it, the team here has been very difficult. I've been yeah. here almost a, going on a year, mm-hmm. and I don't have anybody. It's tough it's been because brutal. it's brutal. It's almost like you like like you're saying with Maxine, you find people and you're just like, I don't even know what you could do for me. I just want you to do something. So let's just figure it out until something happens, because finding those unique individuals that really bring a lot to the table it's just been hard it's been hard for us i think mm-hmm. but young people really i mean i'm the oldest person on our team which has been an interesting experience every day i'm more ignorant when it comes to technology so mm-hmm. having that young kind of like the young kind of blood in our team has been very helpful they i learned so much from gen gen z my kids are gen z they're 22 and 20. It's a nice blend, right? Because I think I think uh, as boring as it is to like hear uh, Gen Z is does the has this way of thinking and mm-hmm. millennials mm-hmm. and then the, the boomers and what am I Generation no, X? No, we're Gen X and no one gives a shit about us. No one cares. But I'm super happy to be People Gen X. I am too. Because I work my fucking ass off. And I I'm, love it. Nobody, you know, it's just Gen X has. Statistically, we have gotten more done than any other generation ever. Yeah. Like, we just built shit mm-hmm. and no one cares about us. And by the way, if we have money, they should care about us. They don't mm-hmm. care about us mm-hmm. at all. So, mm-hmm. we're not as cool as millennials. There's like a thousand different types of millennials, I think. Fuck. Whatever. 
I love millennials. You do? Yes, Hillary's and millennials. Hey, I was going to say, be nice. They're, no. they're <laughs> hit and miss, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. most of the ones I, I'm, I'm just generalizing, but in the workplace, when I'm doing a, a job, when we hire millennials, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like, what can, it spins to like, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. They don't want to like, put in the footwork, or it's, or it's a big, uh, epidemic like how do you do it's how do you do something before they've done the research to try to figure it out themselves so mm. I spent a lot of my time Lots like, of questions. wasting my fucking time yeah. but this new like generation Z yeah the like the, the kid that it interns for me yeah. I don't, he's like a Gen X and a Gen Z body but also super annoying, like an annoying oh. kid, you know? Like, and I say that in a loving way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's, reminds, uh, he wasn't like me, but he has driven like me. Like, I remember thinking when I was, I was that obsessive person, like I wanted a, a Batman costume when I was seven mm-hmm. and, I, and I lived on base in England. And I fucking wanted that thing. She, I was gonna steal it. I used to steal shit. Yeah. I was like, I'll fucking get that. Bet. My mom's like, gave me some Windex and like some paper towels to go around Please the go around the, the neighborhood and like watch people's shit. I would cut people's roses out of their yard and then sell them back to them. Whatever the fuck. The thing was like seven bucks, and I got the damn Batman. And I have like a million pictures of me at different heights wearing the fucking Batman. Whatever I wanted, I was I was laser focused, and I was gonna get it. Yeah. And people would bum out like they're they like, dude, chill. Yeah. Like it's gonna happen. I'm like, no, 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 no. When, 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 when the fuck are we doing this? <laughs> like, how how can I make this shit happen? And it and I'm and so that also kind of goes hand in hand to like addiction, which people mm-hmm. all know that know me know that, that I struggle with that. But I see a lot of those traits in in this kid and then some mm-hmm. other kids I work with, and I'm thinking if they can harness that like drive and yes. you know superpowers for good. It's a superpower, yeah. but also calm the fuck down right. because I can't leave you alone with a client because you can you can say some weird shit or mm-hmm. bum right. them out or whatever. <laughs> Ever, you know, so like my perfect person in my world, I have all these like, I'm like, man, I really like a chick who work with me. That's like, I'm gonna sound like an asshole, I think, if I say this. Okay, well. But maybe that doesn't have kids and like, you know, maybe doesn't want them. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, you know, I have, because they're just great. And yeah. and the ones, the, the ladies that I've had work for me that are fit this, they're driven. They're really focused. They're good with all the things I need to do, and they're reliable. But that's yeah. me being selfish. Well, no, but I think you have to assemble your team. You have to assemble. You have it. to know, and then you have to assess. Those team members have to have everything that you don't have, mm-hmm. and be good at everything that you're not good at. Because mm-hmm. if I just make mini replicas of myself, I'm not going to get the shit done that I want to get done. That's exactly right. I don't. So. Do, I don't there's no room for another. That's why I told John, my kid. Uh, I was like, dude, we don't need another me on the set. That's a, that's enough. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, you know, yeah, yelling and shit, like it's gonna freak people out. But does he do it? I, that's exciting. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not anymore. No. Oh, right. So <laughs> shut, shut it down. That's been shut down. You shut it down. Somebody <laughs> said to me once, like. <laughs> John's like scared. I mean, right, John's like No, he's not scared. He's, he's, he's down. He's like, he's been stuck around, stuck around me for three years. He, he's the only one out of Choctaw that I've talked to a couple times that has stayed, that actually called me many times, bugged me and like showed up. And no matter how hard I was on him and like, yeah, gave him the straight, like, you know, he cries in front of me, like that kind of shit. Like, dude, can't fucking do this shit. And he still stays, sticks around. He's still, hey, but he's, he's learning, He's though. smart. He's Man, smart. when I was in, I always said this other night, too. Like, when I was young, I would just knock on every fucking door. Can I work for free? Yeah. I'll do anything. Yes. I just want to be in the studio and, and just listen. And I remember the rare few times I got to sit in studios in San Francisco, like I would be do like some low level assistant shit and I would sit there and just, I could hear the agent and the photographer upstairs on the phone with clients and I'd just be like, fuck, that's awesome. Oh, that's how they do that. Oh, <laughs> oh that's who it. you talk to. That's how you do the portfolios. And I would right. look at everything and I got a, <clears throat> a lot of information. You can't pay for that shit. No. So a lot of the young folks, well, they come once or twice and they're like, when the fuck am I starting to get paid? I'm like, 
well, if I want to pay a motherfucker, I'll hire mm-hmm. someone from that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have a like, little bit more flexibility and you can, you know, if you're looking for a skill set, you're going to pay for the best, right? Yeah. That, well, I had that argument with a friend of mine here a while ago when I was living in LA and I'd come back and forth and he, and I think there was a little resentment towards me and my choices to, well, A, I was coming in town and I was working and maybe taking, I guess the thought was, well, you don't fucking live here. Mm-hmm. You're going to come and take a job from us and this is our hometown. I mean, I got a lot of that shit. Yeah. There was a lot of pushback and I was like, what the yeah. fuck? I, and I, and I was like, well, I fucking went to elementary school here through high school. Like that mm-hmm. And I own houses here. Right. And my mom lives here. And I'm here more than, I've, you're not even from here. You're from yeah. a different town and you're an right. implant, yeah. transplant. So what the fuck? But I respected that. And I was like, that's, that's interesting. But the, the conversation I would have that he would have with me was, and it made sense, you know, a little bit, was like, well, if you're coming here, you need to hire locals mm. and I was like well if the local is really fucking good yeah. and they're perfect for the job then yes mm-hmm. but if this guy in Atlanta yeah. is way more uh, qualified and it's the same price guess what I'm gonna hire the guy from Atlanta because at the end of the day mm-hmm. my client I need to make everyone look like a superstar. Yeah. So I totally relate to that John like I, so my husband was in the military for 20 years he retired in 2017 I was an army brat. I was born at Fort Knox. I'm a raised army brat. <laughs> and then I went right into my new job as being a military spouse. And my husband flew talons for 20 years. I will not do business with someone or hire someone just because they're a veteran or just because they're a military spouse. And I would really appreciate it if people would stop using it as a marketing ploy. I see it all the time. It makes it me insane. It is not a reason to yeah, do business with no, people. Be the no. best at what you do. Call people back. That would be a fantastic well, change. We're gonna <laughs> right, right. People are going to listen to this. Everyone's going to hear it. Everyone's going to be like, fuck, these people are ass. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm going to pull it out of you. I just help. Every fucking day, I'm like, in this town, if you want to be, like, kill it, no matter if you're a gardener Mm -hmm. or a painter or a photographer, all you got to do is call call back, show up on time, be reasonable. Also, people charge a lot more here for a lot of things. And, Mm -hmm. like, if you compare it to Los Angeles or New York, wherever I travel, I'm like... Why is it so, why is it, what's going on? Like, you would think that the, the perception of that would be the opposite. You'd think it'd be a little bit of the opposite. Think, yeah, mm-hmm. but there are less choices here. So Maybe. when there are fewer choices, it's like. Are there though? I, I mean, know. there's more photographers here than I think are there in Los Angeles. Really? I don't know. Isn't the perception though that I can't make it in LA, so I'm just not going to try? No, I don't think that. I think everyone has a different path. And like, yeah. you know, for me, it was, I always dreamt of being, uh, shooting bands, you know? And like, I was like, well, I can't do that here. So where are they doing? Yeah. Where are they, where are all these bands? And I would look at the old Van Halen records and say, I might want to do that. So I got to go to LA or whatever, or New York or I, and, it, and if I can go there and make it, then I've done something and I'm I, that to right. be proud of because I really wasn't good at anything else really. I was kind of mediocre at, I was that guy in the middle at sports. I was like, yeah, I was okay. I was a C student, D student. Mm-hmm. I was not the best looking. I wasn't the smart, you know, I was just like down the middle kind of guy. Yeah. So I was always kind of looking for something that could, I could, that was mine. Yeah. And so when I finally like found that thing, I thought maybe I'm good at this. And I think I'm still looking for that. I was gonna say I I can relate to that a lot. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I think every I've heard a lot more adults these days being like, I don't know what I'm gonna be when I grow up. But maybe the 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 key to it is to never feel like that's your goal to grow up and just do whatever. Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, and you can pivot too, right? Mm -hmm. So. But I, but I think my biggest fear was like to grow up. I hated this town. When I was a kid, I was like, man, fuck, as soon as I'm, I was 17, I lived on my own in, on the island. Cause I was like, I don't even want to be in my house. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to do my thing. Mm-hmm. And then my friend and I moved to Hawaii. And then when I, anyway, I was like, fuck this place. I'm going to go and do, make my mark, whatever that mark is. And uh, it was a rough, r- rough road. And mm-hmm. and now I think if you look at it, if you if you show like that, you come here and you go in that room, you see all the names of all the famous people, it's and, and it, the cliff notes, like 
but that's a that's a lot but the time period to get all that is way larger than mm -hmm. what you see mm -hmm. so there's a lot a lot a lot of time mm -hmm. where there's horrible things happening and down and outs and broke and you know all these it's hor it's a hard road so i think a lot of the kids will come they'll say oh I'm just going to go to L.A. and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm just like, fuck, man. Yeah. It's even gnarlier. Like, it was gnarly in the 90s when you had to have film and you had to go to school. You really couldn't be self-taught because there's no YouTube. Mm -hmm. You had to kind of have a teacher and then there was structure. And you're like, okay, if I do ABC, I can get D, probably, mm -hmm. maybe. Now it's there's no rules. Fucking everyone's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody is pretty talented. I mean, Everybody's so there's talented. There's a lot of talented people, you know? Yeah. Not and everyone can work with people, though. That, to me, seems to be the big kicker. It's like, I've seen really talented people are just assholes, yeah. and they're not collaborative. Yeah. And, um, you know, we get an intern, we get some interns every year. We went to um, Niceville High School, and we were talking about internships, and I just asked the kids, I'm like, how many of you would do this internship if I paid you nothing? Like, almost none of them raised their hand. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like, well, if you're not so hungry, you're like, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I don't care. I just want to show up. I want to work. I want to learn from you. Then you're probably not our people anyways. And by the way, I cannot teach you to not be an asshole. I can't teach you that. We can teach you web design. We can teach you everything. I cannot teach you to be a good person. So if you're just an asshole, like, please don't. Like, you know. So there are so many talented people, photographers and videographers. It's like... The person that can connect with you, that's going to make you feel something, that's going to make you feel something different, that's going to make you feel secure, that gives a shit about you. I mean, those are my favorite Well, also, you know, if a client is spending a lot of money, mm. like, it, it, you know, like there, I, there was a job we had last year that was my biggest job in my career. And I wasn't, didn't want the job. I didn't think I was good, right for it. I'd never done the thing they were asking me to do. Mm -hmm. And it was a large, large scale. And I was, it scared me to be honest with you. Even after 25 years, I was like, fuck, I don't want this job. Mm -hmm. And I did the conference call. I blew the conference call. It was like a Skype thing. And I remember doing, and Rafi, I was somewhere. And I don't know where I was. Maybe I was in LA, maybe she was here. I can't recall. But the, the client was in, I think they were in San Francisco, the ad agency. And so we did a Skype call and Rafi gave me the parameters and there was all this weird shit that was unfamiliar to me, like just compositing. Mm -hmm. And then there was directing commercials at the same time as this, all this high tech photo stuff, all of which was outside of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Cause I have a certain way that I do things and this was all new. <clears throat> so I'm like, Hey, why are they calling me? It was a chick that I had known years ago that mm -hmm. wanted, just liked me and wanted to work with me. But there's another, we were triple bidding it. And I remember getting on the call, like, and these other guys, I was looking, I'm like, yeah, they're probably better for the job and that they should probably, I'm cool with that. Like, even though it was a lot of money, like we were moving and Rafe was like, dude, like if we get this fucking job, like I'll, she was producing this one, like that it was a double dip, like scenario, which we never have. The money was crazy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck it. I, I'd rather, I can't, you know? But so we did this call and I fucked it up. You could not have messed it up more than I did. They were asking me like, so, you know, we have an electric car and a gas car and we need to, and the lady's pregnant, we're at a hospital and we need to da da da, and we need to have the electric car come in. The husband is trying to get the, the lady's about to give birth and then she does her thing and then we need to then put the gas car in, in the identical scenario with the identical, nothing's moved and it needs to be the millimeter. Do we comp that together? Do we do two shots? How do we do? And they were asking me, and then we're gonna be directing all this stuff over here and there's all these levels of shit. And I was just like, I've, I'm never speechless because I generally have this great pitch and people love me on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I have this whole thing and I just throw shit and people are just like, yeah, this sounds awesome. Yeah, you did and that they to get us. all They get all fired up, right? Well, because I know what I'm doing right. and I'm confident. Well, this time, and I was just like, well, maybe there's a lot of ways. We, I was doing that thing like, yeah, there's a couple ways we could do it, it kind of shit. If there's an eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so, and then everyone was kind of just sitting there, like kind of, you know, like a little bit quiet. And one of the girls was from Brazil and she, I was having, there was a, you know, she's having a heart. I couldn't understand what she's saying. Anyway, we got the phone and every time we do a conference call, whoever's the producer, we always, they'll always call right away. You fucking killed that call, man. We're going to get that job. Well, my Rafi calls, fuck. <laughs> 
she's like, she's like, I, she's like, dude, you're the master of fucking conference calls. You fucked that one up. Like, that was the worst one I've ever heard you on. Mm. Well, oh two days later, boom, got the job. No. Sweet. When are we, let's go. Let's go. It's go time. I was freaking <laughs> out. You're so, like, no, I really don't know. <laughs> like, how did, what, how did the, what is this conversation? How did I spin into this? Where did we go? There was a point to this fucking call. Um, oh, 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 oh. Okay. So, so they, so the read, so my point to the other photographer, mm-hmm. who was also a director, a mm-hmm. real director, I'm not, and that's my other gripe with photographers, you're not directors. Yeah. Just because you shoot a video camera mm. doesn't make you a director. So stop putting it on your Instagram and all your stuff doesn't make you. So I have a thing with that. I'm not a, I am now. Apparently. Because I did it. Because you did it, check. I did it. So now I can say, and I got some Electrify America <laughs> real commercials on that I did and they're badass. But these people, I heard later after I'm doing the job, so the whole thing was fucking horrifying. It was a not, I think like a week long job, something like that. It was crazy horrifying 60 people on the crew many motorhomes crazy amounts it was like a movie set that sounds incredibly it, it was awesome exciting it was me. awesome one of my clients at resort quest would happen to be in la and i said yeah come by for lunch she rolls up she's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like she was freaking out it was like what the fuck is this life right now this is crazy and i was like uh you know and there's like shit going on all these people are listening I was like legit but what I did is I like she said I got the job I'm like okay now I gotta figure out how to do this so I, I went online I've been getting these pop-up ads mm-hmm. from Masterclass because they know Ron Howard need help. I was in a hotel before the shoot on my laptop watching fucking Ron Howard teach how to be a director so you do directing in Ron Howard's style, which I... I just needed I to hear his soothing voice tell me <laughs> shit is going to be all right. right. But he, you know, and then I was like, okay, who knows? Then I just hired people that knew how to do this job yeah. to be my AD mm-hmm. and to stand next to me. And, they, and we'd have meetings before each day and he would tell me he had been doing this for 30 years. This is what you do. Here's what we're going to do. Here's the verbiage. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. I'll let you know. I'll be your liaison between the client. We'll make, we'll get through this. The whole time I was just like, I just want this to be over. And I want it not to be a disaster. Right. The whole, every day I fucking didn't eat for a week. I was just freaking out. Oh my god. So crazy. So the other guy didn't get it. But the other guy. So the other people were more qualified. I felt. Yeah. But the what I got back to the point is like people when they're spending a lot of money, they're like, yeah, these other people. But Murphy's been doing this shit for a long time I've worked with him mm-hmm. I can vouch for him I've seen him on big sets he knows how to run a crew mm-hmm. his producers are great I feel confident that he will he can pull this off mm-hmm. so to your point yeah there's a million talented people with no experience right so oftentimes I'll get like, my kids will call and say hey man like I gotta do somebody called me to do a shoot for whatever, mm-hmm. some brand or something, what do I do? And they'll always say to me, I'll be shooting like happy socks or some fashion thing. They're like, oh, I could fucking do that. Yeah, you could if I put you in front of this hot model who does this for a living and you put the clothes on her and I threw you in there with a camera, of course you could do it. Of course you can. Yeah. <clears throat> but how do you make get to that point to where you're right. shooting a hot model on the beach and all the things that happen to lead up to that mm-hmm. and then delivering what the client is asking me to give them mm-hmm. it's not just me doing what i want to do right right yeah so it's, yes it's everything in between it's all that even the band shoots when yeah. i was in la last week shooting weezer like it's not just me showing up and going, hey guys, let's just do rad shit. Well, there was a concept. They, the, yeah. the months before, the record label's giving me, this is the name of the album, mm-hmm. here's the parameters, here's the style of the clothes is gonna be from this year to this year, we need blah, 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 and then I have all this time to put all that together mm-hmm. for zero money. Yeah, there, zero you, money, that's kind of the interesting thing too, right? Money. Because the rare times where someone comes to you and is like, I want you to do something creative, run with it, it's almost like that's a gift they're providing you, I don't know, that seems to be the least paying gigs. 
Yeah, like, that, that's cool. They pay the, which is fine. Yeah, that's cool. Need it for yeah, I think I touched on that the other night too. I think many people, and, and I'm not saying, I don't say that what I do is right by any stretch because most things I do are wrong the first 10 times and then I figure, learn it the hard way. But because I've been doing it for now for 30 years, I can I can go back because you're saying you like, did you say you like statistics and strategy? Well, I can look back and go, hmm, that didn't work, that didn't work, that didn't work. But when I did this, this it all kind of worked in the end. Right. Oh, I just lost my train of thought again. This juice is making me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> You drink it all. Ginger's so intense. Like, it'll make you sweat. Like, it just, you're detoxing. It's intense. I drink it every day. What's in that juice, man? Tell me. Ginger, turmeric, and celery, and like a carrot. Wow. That's good. It makes me feel good. Good for your digestion. Mm. I've been drinking it for like years. So I just love it. Yeah, it's really good for you. But, I mean, we're, we're I don't know if we got off topic or not, but there, it's so many things. And mm -hmm. so if a kid comes to me and says, how do I do this? Yeah. Then I will explain to them, man, it's kind of complicated. Like whenever- It's more I, complicated I, than it's cool. It looks cool. Yeah, and, I'm all, yeah. and I always think it's really easy because I've been doing it, but if I have to like break it down, mm -hmm. it's like, fuck, that's complicated shit. <laughs> like, and then I'll like, Rafi, like, can you help them with a bid? And then she'll te teach them how to do a treatment. And I'm like, fuck, this is hard. And then I'm looking at this kid and I'm like, see dude, it's not easy. And to, like, I have one, another kid, he's in Seattle now. Mm -hmm. I met him in Blackwater River when he was 16. I was shooting some pictures and I see these kids jumping off a cliff mm -hmm. and like I shot him. I'm like, hey, if you want the pictures, I'm Sean Murphy on Facebook, whatever. And these kids like, like that night were like, hey man, what's pictures? <laughs> And Have you edited those photos yet? Yeah, yeah. totally. This was like, he was, he's 20, this is like a long time ago. It was like, hmm, probably like 10, 11 years ago, mm -hmm. something like that. And then this kid, super, t John Davis, you ever heard of him? Mm -mm, he's from no. Pensacola, super fucking rad photographer. Yeah. Great. Every time I see his photo on Instagram, you know it. That's how I, I think mm -hmm. people are doing the right thing. Davis style. They know. You're like, oh, that's a John. That must be John yeah. Davis. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, really mellow. He assisted me for a long time. And then he moved to Seattle and he just had a really good opportunity to work for a company that he found on LinkedIn and they, he did this whole interview process. He didn't end up, end up getting the job. But the, what people are telling him as he goes out to interviews and stuff are like, I love your work. It's great, but you don't have the experience. Mm. And I'm like, here, this is this thing for the kids that they don't, I don't think they think about it. It's like, I'm a rad photographer, I'm the best. Yeah. I'm really fucking good, there's no reason. Well, people are giving you shit tons of money, they wanna know there's some, something to some back. Like, yeah. where, how, what's, what have you done, dude? You're like, yeah. yeah, you shoot hot chicks on the beach or party pictures of kids with an on-camera flash, but what is that, what are you doing for me when we give you like a layout and there's mm -hmm. like rules? Right. So it's not just anything goes. I almost feel like they have. It's unfair to them even because you know Instagram and shit like that has just taught them anybody can be an influencer. Like you just go be some random kid and you're cool, you're unique, and then you have five hundred thousand followers. But I was listening to. Do you follow Fat Jewish on Instagram? Uh, I did for a while. Okay. Well, I listened to his podcast on Business Casual the other day. I can't really follow him on Instagram anymore because it's. The content is becoming weird, but um, <laughs> it's just repetitive, but whatever. But he's like, what are these kids though, who have like a million, when this platform goes away, like what are they gonna do with their life? How are they gonna make that a business that actually pays the money? Because everyone feels like these platforms are gonna, they're gonna eclipse, they're gonna go away, something, they're gonna expire, something's gonna happen. Yes, there might be something that takes its place, but that time they're gonna be old, right? So the new guys are gonna come in, they're doing TikTok or whatever the heck they're doing, and then then what do you do? And he was saying like, well, that's why I need to develop a product. I gotta do something, because I know this time is limited. So I might be in the height if everybody thinks I'm cool. But. Some people are good at that, and Gary Vee, I listen to him most uh, days, yeah. he's my guy. Yeah. And my son has like, I don't know, half a million followers on TikTok. Crazy. And he, but he isn't doing anything with it. Right. And I took, I was in Hollywood last couple weeks ago and I, so I had a few shoots going on. One of them is a jean company in Hollywood, kind of a higher end, like really hip, cool company. Mm -hmm. And so 
he asked me if I could bring my kid to be one of the models because mm -hmm. he fit the, the look. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, I had to beg my guy, like, dude, this is a good opportunity. I'm always doing this. And he usually doesn't show up or he's not interested. Or I'm like, well, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you springboard your shit into like, so, so I, he showed up, him and his other friend, and I ended up using them, but they ended up wearing the clothes and doing a really cool job. And my friend, who's, I don't know, in his mid-30s who owns a company, he's like, didn't really know about TikTok. And I, well, I explained it to him, and well, my son, you know, he's got like fucking, if my son posts a picture of himself just doing, like singing some fucking song with his shirt off, mm -hmm. there's a, instantly almost a million girls, a literally one million going, mm -hmm. oh. You know, I need you. So fire. You're the hottest. <laughs> so oh, fire. Want, you know, so fire. <laughs> I'll die for you. And I'm like, so I told my friend Robert Schaefer, who owns this company, I was like, dude, put some shit on my kid, trade him some shit, make him do a fucking TikTok post. Yes. He'll get a million hits and you'll. And. So I tell my kid, I said, go tell the dude you'll wear his fucking clothes. Give you some clothes. A pair of sweatpants is $500. A, a $400 hoodie. Get some shit. Do one TikTok post. It'll take you one minute and be done with it. And he was like, almost couldn't be bothered. I was like, really, dude? What else are you doing? He has no money. Yeah. He's broke. And not thinking about the future. And mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, dude, like, use this. It's going to go away. Yeah. It is going to go away. It's going, on, going and away. The, the number of businesses that wish they had that following that mm -hmm. is just like passively, you know, just mm -hmm. like they're doing these dances. I downloaded TikTok for like a month. Mm -hmm. I literally yeah. lost my life. I hate it. I, I couldn't, I don't know what was wrong with me. I was just, I just kept watching you it. You watched it because you liked it? See, I watch it and I'm just like, I just can't even do it. I don't know if I liked it, but it was like, I was so curious and I just kept going and going and going and watching them. And then like one day I woke up and I was like, no more. And I deleted it and I came in, I was like, I deleted TikTok, it's done, I'm done with it. It was taking over my life. I don't know. It was so weird. Yeah, my son, the, the pets, they, like the pets. They, they, just, they just do it all. I mean, that's his life. They do that. But it's like, okay, that's cool. Like, I support that. Like, this is neat. Like, yeah. if you're that good looking, like, yeah. then, and you can monetize on it. And he's got a great personality, mm -hmm. a little, he has some anxiety, social anxiety, but he's great in front of the camera. We use him on music videos when he was a little kid. He's, he's a, all my kids are like that, but they, the other two don't really give a shit about this platform. Yeah. This one does. You're good at that. You're not good in school. Let's do something. Let's do, yeah. let's use it to like springboard you into other shit. But, but my ex-wife just wrote me last night. She's like, oh, Milo is going on a date with this chick that's got three million followers and they're and she's with from disney or something and they're linking up and they're gonna go meet some other people apparently there's all these people that are on tiktok that are like super crazy tiktokers that have a big mansion in la and they all live together you heard about this i have i have not so my kids so, some, it's like that charlie girl that's it my kids going over there i can't this is why i can't be what? on tiktok because i know that shit like they all live together brain. Yes, it's called you like create the create content together. Oh, it's called like the content house or something. It's crazy. It's crazy. So my kid's gonna go over there with this other chick, and I'm like, mm -hmm. and my response was like, ugh, like yeah. this is, but whatever. I mean, that's cool. That Charlie chick has got like 12 million followers. Yeah. Cause she got in early. She got in early. She got like, in early. But um, anyway. Interesting. I don't even know how we start talking about that, but I like. I mean, it's it's interesting to me that we have. You know, there are clients all over that would kill for that platform and that audience. And it's like, do something. My son wrote a sci-fi novel last year. Mm. He's so cool. He's like, in a, he's he's not cool. He's weird. <laughs> but the best kind. I of love weird, it. I love Gregory. Yeah, he's super honest. He's like no filter. I remember when he was little. He told my mom. <laughs> how old is he? He's twenty-two. I'll send him he, over here. He's not cool. <laughs> you want to hang out here? <laughs> <laughs> he's like ridiculously good looking. He doesn't even know how good looking he is. It's like off the charts and he just doesn't care. He has a 3D printer right now. He's printing like props with his 3D printer. Cool. And I'm like, what are you doing with this? He's like, I don't know. I'll probably take it to Pensacon next year. I'm like, well, you're using a lot of electricity in my office right now, man. So I just would really appreciate it if you could monetize this. I was going to say, he's made me a cat. That's 365 like my days away. Cool I just, 
am I gonna have to pay for 10 hours of 3D printing until like every day until I just don't understand. But he is like, I move on. He's like, I'm, I'm writing my second novel right now. I mean, so much brilliant creativity right there, but it's not really become anything yet. So I wish I had that at 22. I would have, I would have, I just, and I have to work so, work so hard to have it. And it's just like, he wakes up and he's like, hey, mom, I, I got this idea about this like science ecosystem and, and I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to, I'm going to create some Janae, some little succulent things on the side. And then he, he did this American renegade survival company that everybody loved and was awesome. But now he's over it. And I'm just like, he told me the other day he wanted to fly. Yeah. He wants to get his pilot's license now. <laughs> That's cool. I guess. That's so cool. Yeah. As his mother, I'm like, please just land on something. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes I, as I remember my dad said, I think I was probably like 17, and I, you know, I was a dick. And I think my dad was a dick too. Right. But so he, I remember, you know, he always go, I know, I know, I know. Like, you know, because when you're a kid, you're like, fuck, I know, I know, I got this, I know, I know. Right. And so and I, remember, I remember him going, remember, let me tell you something. I was 17 not that long ago. I know you think I'm fucking old mm-hmm. as shit, but I remember every single day of being your age, like mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. It's like I remember being in Choctaw and every day of Choctaw and all or prior or wherever I yeah. was, I remember them like it was yesterday, even though I'm 51 years old. And like, yeah. so I look, so if I run my life parallel to say like my kids, I don't worry so much because I was lost until I was 20, mm-hmm. lost, lost. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, like, if you'd ask anyone in this town or wherever they said, oh, that guy, he'll be, and I should have been, he'll either be a waiter, he'll be a cokehead for sure, mm-hmm. or some kind of loser drunk, or he'll be in jail, or he's, but nothing major is going on with this dude. Yeah. And uh, until, the, and then, I, but I was very creative, mm-hmm. and I was, like, making clothes, and I looked creative and I was a good kind of a good drawer and a painter but nothing amazing and so when I found the thing I was like fuck that's it and that yeah. the rest of them so I think it's just until you find, until you find it. so my kids yeah they're they all have their my one son's mm-hmm. a musician the other one trip he lives out here and he's got a whole bunch of great skill sets and he's really into fitness and the other one trip Milo is really good on social media and he's you know creative in that in that way but they're 18 they're almost 19 the twins and then ozzy my oldest is 20 so when i was 20 i was just in pounding ecstasy tablets in orlando and going to the club all night and god knows doing what else and with zero knowledge of any direction i was going to go in i didn't know what i was going to do until that class so i'm just like i tell their mom and i talk all the time yeah well Figure it out. I mean, we're not worried. Yeah. They're not great in school. We have no kids that are in FSU yeah. or any college. They're we just... totally agree with that. Like, um, and on this episode of Parenting with Sean Murphy, um, <laughs> which I really, <laughs> which hey. I really love. <laughs> like, Greg, my husband and I had Gregory, my son, um, our last year of high school. And I, my daughter, I would pick her up from school and they'd be like, oh my God, your mom looks so young. And my daughter, who is the most rational person in our entire family. She would go, no, my mom doesn't look young. My mom is young. She doesn't, it's not like your mom looks like shit and my mom looks yeah. good. It's like my mom made bad choices. She's yeah. ba- She made bad decisions. So she's more like that. But our son is more like, I'm just gonna try, you know, I'm gonna try, try, try. And so when he, he was at UWF, he came to us and he was like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I'm gonna quit and I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna write a book. We, my husband and I are still teenagers with a child. We still feel like those parents. So we have this rule that we don't react in front of the kids because we don't know what we're doing still. So we go to our bedroom and my husband's like, what? He's like, he's like, what? He's in college, like he's got a job, like he's, you know, and my husband served for 20 years in the Air Force, so he's thinking he's just gonna do whatever he needs to do to support his family. So he wants Gregory to have some sort of stability. And I was like, you know, maybe he's a great writer, like let's just see where it goes. In three months he had a book deal. Yeah. And it blows my mind if we just take a step back, because they're brave. Mm -hmm. They already have that. They're already brave. It's like, he's just asking like, hey, just trust me for a second. Let me see. 
it's hard though I think to be a parent and be like okay I'm along for the ride like whatever I can see it from both sides because I really do re remember being 17 because Gregory and I are almost half of each other's age mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and I was not nearly as smart as him I was not nearly as brave I was raising him so my fear is like I just want him to do well so he doesn't have to feel that struggle and he's like but what's so wrong with your life like, I like your life. What's so yeah. wrong with that? Like, I can be creative. I can do whatever I want. It's cool. So we're teaching each other in a lot of really interesting ways. We're raising each That's other, cool. I think, still. Yeah, and I think that um, a lot of people disagree, but, but back in the day, you know, it, it was like, if you didn't go to college, you're a fucking loser. That's still how it is. There's and, so much pressure. But I, my kids, I'm like, please don't go to college. Right. A, because I can't afford it. Right. Yeah. Or, I it's mean, expensive. I would we'd figure it out. Mm -hmm. When I went, I just got a loan. Mm -hmm. Rafi is still paying off her loans for her five years for she's an English major. Mm -hmm. And now she's a producer. Yeah. But she's really good at rewriting my shit. Like she's a great writer. She's, by she can write. Yeah. So Gary Vayner, he's always Gary's always like, you fuck school. I know. I mean, a lot of shit he says is a little crazy, but these kids they have different. They're born with technology in their hands. Yeah. Like the the greatest takeaway I heard from him the other day, which I needed to hear, was like. A lot of parents are, you know, they tell their kids, no technology, you're on your technology too much, but then when they need their kids, they need to do some shit, they'll throw the technology in their kids' hands so that yeah. keeps them like a babysitter. But he's like, fuck that. Technology is the way the world is going. Like, that shit, like, encourage it, mm. right? Yeah. Like, does, I guess. To, you have to embrace it. So, like, I look at, like, all these asshole kids. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, they're all on their phones all the time. I mean, there should be, like, etiquette, right? But, mm -hmm. but I need to hear that. I'm like, yeah, I, I, sometimes I get in that train of thought where it's like, I'm a little old school. Definitely. But I need to keep reminded, you know, but there's some traits of being old school that are great to follow through, like, you know, work ethic mm -hmm. and, um, you know, customer service and, mm -hmm. you know, showing up on time and being respectful and, showing and, up on time. and all these things are, you, you know, those are to me are up here. And then, you know, I still keep learning from these kids on some other fronts, but yeah, I think it's got to be open on both sides. They have to understand that. You're going to teach them something. They can't just have your unique, they can't just be a photographer by osmosis because you are, you know, but then, you know, mentoring back and forth. I learn a lot from my kids. Yeah. The one kid, John, he called me, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. He's like, pops, pops. <laughs> I call him pops. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then, then he started calling me that out there. And the kid over the fence is a rapper. He's like 28. Bitch starts calling me pops. I'm like, no, no, no. I Kid. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost 30. I'm not your pops. I guess I could be. I was gonna say, maybe. Yeah, maybe, I mean, yeah. maybe light skin. We could, we could have had something with your, who knows? Um, so, but he's like, man, I need, I need to shoot something. I'm feeling the itch. I need to like do some shit. And then I'm like, if you want my opinion, mm -hmm. If you want it, like uh, offering, <laughs> don't, you know, don't taking the pictures not get, it's not helping you. Like we're, you take a good picture already. You've got the thing. We don't need to worry about that. You're already creative. You're not gonna lose that. Mm -hmm. So let's focus on the other things, mm -hmm. the production side of things, all the things you really don't know that go on that are hard. Let's do that. Like it, like that'll really round you out mm -hmm. as like uh, someone who can have something to offer Soft down the road. Skills. As a 21 year old, yes. shooting more hipster pictures right now, that's not really helping you out. Let's do, what did you just call it? Soft skills. Soft skills. Like let's learn how to, I gave him my blog. I said, can you do my blog for me? He did one and then never did another one, but I think we're gonna pick that up next week. Right, like, but I said, do my blog, practice SEO, practice how to do this, how, how to do mm. tagging images and do this. Like let's learn some other shit. Cause he's in the, the advertising program, which is fucking awesome. You got like a full ride and he's oh, in this sweet. whole advertising program. What's his name again? John Harrington. <laughs> yeah, he's right. I'll just call him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a work for him. Yeah. He's my, his ass is mine. Right. <laughs> I'm going to make him sign a contract. John will listen to this, John. He's, he, right now, he'll be listening to this and his head will get even bigger than right. already. Um, I'm going to make him sign a contract because it's going to be so much harder than he thinks it's going to be. I'm going to mm. say, all right, this next semester is not about you. It's not right. about your photo shoots. It's not about making you. It's about me. 
Like you're here to help me and by, and by helping me, you're gonna have a lot of things that you can take away into your life when you move to LA. He already, he came to LA when I was there about six months ago and he's like, Pops, Pops, I wanna meet, okay, I have a whole list of people that I wanna meet. I wanna meet Travis Shin, I wanna meet Devin Dilmore, I wanna meet na 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 na, I wanna meet na 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 na, whoever these people were, he made me a list. I went and fucking made appointments to all these people That's very and funny. I took them to them and I said, hey, this is John. And John sat down and I didn't, I didn't tell these motherfuckers anything to say. I didn't prompt them. I didn't tell them to scare this kid. Nothing. Everyone we went and talked to, we sat down. Because these are like famous people. Like, on paper, you look at my friend Travis Shin, he, that dude shoots everyone. And you're like, he must be no worries, right? Shit, or yeah. whoever we were saying. So John sits down with the, with each one. It was crazy, like I was kind of laughing because I, I just kind of was like, here's John. And then here's, Tra meet Travis. And Travis will sit down and John will ask a couple of questions. And everyone he talked to just was like, gave it to him straight. Like, just fucking hard, man. Mm -hmm. Like I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. I don't have any, you know, it's hard for me to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I shoot everybody. There's no budgets. There's too many people. The same shit. Yeah. We all talk about the same shit. I think and it's good for people to hear though. Yeah, because I think it's like, I think it's no like, one talks about I'm gonna go to LA yeah. and I'm gonna meet these famous people that are doing the deal and then it's gonna, I, I'll, it'll be somehow easier. To, but it's, it's like, I think, I think, and I might be wrong, but my takeaway was his demeanor changed. Like, mm. this is fucking real. Mm -hmm. Like, this is real shit. Yeah. That's a lot, Like, though. L.A. is an amazing place. It's also the most lonely place in the world. So, we were there. I was there for 25 years. I maybe talked to, like, five people since I've left. There's, like, five, a handful of people that call me. I text them. Like, they miss me. Five mm. after 25 years. And I, That's and, crazy. And I know thousands of people there. But nobody gives a fuck. They're yeah. just like hyper focused on their shit. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in there helping them to get their shit done, it's very like They're that. on to the next thing. Yeah. But it also it can change your life if you mm -hmm. know how to, you know, do it. Man, I'm just thinking, God, what? it's so hard to like navigate mm -hmm. that. Here is cool. Like it's a small community. People seem to, at least they, I think most people stay, act like they want to help you. Mm -hmm. Even though I think sometimes to just say shit to your face and then they're scared and they'll say one thing and then they're like, fuck, you know, like, you know, like, oh, totally, I can, I'll totally, let's collaborate, I'll help you out. And then as soon as the fucking door shuts, like, fuck this shit, man, we gotta fucking, we gotta do another chess move and, you know, it's all like crazy shit. Because everybody knows what everybody's doing. LA is like, people are way over there. You know, so like, you fucking burn a bridge, you can just move to Venice. Oh, shit. <laughs> or, that's the, that's I, like the key takeaway. If you just burn it, just like, yeah. mess up, just move. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, shot, I shot porn, and then I moved over here. Right. And then I did it. And nobody connected the dots, wow. except the people that were like musicians, like Tommy Lee, or some people that would hang out in the same shoes. But and then and then it jump into advertising. Those dots don't connect to music. Like, no, it's a different universe. So nobody yeah. ever, unless I tell a story, nobody would know anything. Mm. And there was really no Google at the time, so. Yeah. If you Google Shane's world, Sean Murphy, I don't know, maybe some shot of me running around with a camera in the background might exist, but yeah, just was it's just that way. Here, mm -mm. Mm -mm. like everybody knows every fucking thing. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned is it's much easier just to be helpful. And I talk about this too, even if sometimes it's a hard pill to swallow, you're like, what can I do to help you? And right. eventually, like, I don't know, it all comes out in the water. It just feels that way. I totally agree. So, and then you don't also have to have everybody like you. Who gives a shit? Right. Yeah. So, That's not easy sometimes, though. You want to, I'm a people pleaser and I want people to like me. Mm -hmm. and if somebody doesn't like me, it used to be really hard for me. I really yeah. take it, you know, that's why I'm I probably wasn't an addict. I mean, there's a lot of, I'm, I think I'm a piece of shit. Most of the time, I'm like, I suck. My pictures suck. I'm not gonna make you know, I know, but you know what I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm saying? It's, I it's, it's, it's a, hard. It's, it's hard. You're, you're just sitting in this world where you're like, you're looking, and, and this, I had this kid over recently. He was like, he's just such a handsome kid. He lives in Navarre. I think he moved to Nashville. Really handsome guy. 
photographer. Mm -hmm. I think his parents are well off. He drives a nice truck. He had all the same gear as I had. He's starting out. I know. Jesus. I was like, God damn, dude. And you're you're looking like fuck. You gotta worry about. Right. But he was like, man, I just I'm on Instagram and I just feel like everyone's doing better than me, mm. and everyone's doing what I want to do, and I'm, I feel like I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm the same. Well, and I told, I was just telling Hill this the other day, I'm not scrolling through Instagram anymore. I got time for that shit. I'll put my stuff out there. I need to move on. Like, you have to stay, I think, focused on your work and not compare your work to other people. You can't. You cannot do it. The one, it's a waste. The, the, the other thing that, you know, that I've learned is if you do your own thing, and I, I don't know where I came up with this analogy, but I think it's just time. But if it's like a clock and say your style, because in photography, there's a lot of styles, right? Sure. Like one girl might shoot everything with a kind of a strobe outside and things are mm -hmm. punchy, lit. And then somebody else might do some that, that quirky like stop animation. And then maybe my style is, I don't know, whatever. It's more of a lifestyle vibe for lack of a better description. And then I'm on the one o'clock and she's on the two o'clock and this other guy's on the three o'clock. Well, the, the clock turns styles change things change and if i'm always trying to chase what you're doing oh she's doing something cool i'm gonna go try that well you're already fucking behind you're so behind right. you'll never she's already doing that like why do your own thing mm -hmm. and eventually it's gonna not hit on you and you'll be the thing for a minute and then give the other people like you can never really be everything all the time mm -hmm. so just do your thing do it well try to be happy and i say this with confidence but I struggle with it mm -hmm. all the fucking time because I I do everything, I shoot all kind of shit. I wanted, but then I'm like, I, but I don't have time to shoot everything. Why do I? Want, I don't have time. So just do the just one, do, your one do the thing. thing that makes me happy. Yep. You know the best you can do, and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the best ending I couldn't. <laughs> Sean, I learned a lot today, brother. Thank you. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Good. I learned a lot about myself, really which is surprising. I thought I was going to learn more about you, but thank you for this time. Yeah, my pleasure. We're so grateful for it.